Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Now it will challenge you. I thought that it was shocking. Shocking. I think it's uh, very controversial. Boils and ghouls, lock your doors and strap yourselves in. From Los Angeles, California, Bloody Disgusting presents the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more. With your hosts, Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. Hi, my name is Trevor, and on behalf of myself, Lauren and Leo, welcome home to your Boo Crew in episode 404. You are joined by singer, songwriter, and creative force, Car. Her recent single, Spiral City and Industry Kids, are pure ear candy and are part of a slew of insanely catchy songs that caught the ears of Fall Out Boy's Pete Wentz and former Panic at the Disco drummer Spencer Smith. The duo signed her to their DCD2 label alongside her spooky pals Lovecraft's Evan Bogart's Seeker Music Company. Carr is a bona fide horror fan through and through. We talk about her faves, how the genre has crept into her music and videos, her experience as a participant and actor, an immersive horror theater, and much more. Then we tear into her brand new album, The Car Show, available everywhere now. It's fantastic. And talk dogs, Voldemort, hot doctors, bad boyfriends. See Carr live on the upcoming Midnight Demon Club Tour with Highly Suspect on sale now and with Fall Out Boy and Jimmy Eat World through 2024. We love her. She's got the best stories we've ever heard. We know you're going to fall in love with her too. Episode 404 with Carr is now slaying. Hey, this is Carr and you're getting gory with another blood-soaked episode of the Boo Crew. I just want to sit on the couch with you and eat Skittles. Down to Spiral City. Go ahead, scream. That's all we need. Another victim crawls onto the gurney for a Boo Crew autopsy. Joining Bloody Disgusting's Boo Crew here in the Speakeasy studio is an astounding and fun creative force who moved here to LA to pursue a career in TV and film and found herself working at a recording studio. Her experience there helped to unlock within her one of the most compelling singer-songwriters and personalities in music today. Her debut EP 2019's Eighth Ave is the stunning soundtrack to an overcast day. It's crafted so intricately that you can practically smell the rain on this thing. Following that, her EP's TV Boyfriends and I'm Just Bored are genius explorations of indie pop running the brill-building sound of the early 60s teen idols through a wood chipper. Those melodies combined with fearless and almost uncomfortably raw lyrics proved to be so unique and addictive that she racked up millions and millions of online streams, countless features in Spotify's most taste-making playlists, the coolest music sites, and earned international radio play. It culminated last year when she got signed by the legendary Evan Bogart and his secret music company and DCD2 Records, the imprint ran by Spencer Smith and Fall Out Boy's Pete Wentz. She went on tour with the Rex, joined Fall Out Boy's So Much for Tour Dust, along with Bring Me the Horizon all this past summer. She's not only going back out with Fall Out Boy through 2024 and the sequel to that tour with Jimmy E. World, but has just announced the Midnight Demon Club tour this winter with highly suspect dates are selling out already. We're celebrating the release of her debut album, The Car Show, out now. The song Spiral City making noise at alternative stations globally, including the world-famous K-Rock here in L.A., named an artist to watch this year by Alternative Press and getting praise from everyone from Billboard to KCRW. This album is a phenomenal achievement and an amazing landmark to an already extraordinary career that's really just beginning with her bubblegum horror aesthetic she is a storyteller who wears her genre influence on her sleeve and incorporates it in beautiful ways we're honored to welcome the one and only car 
Yeah. Okay, that was the nicest intro anyone's ever given me. I need to listen to that before bed every night. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I feel like that's like a manifestation. I'm just going to like repeat Man, it. <laughs> well, it's all true stuff that you've done. Oh my so gosh. there's no uh, yeah, fluff And that there. was really nice about my first EP. I hate that EP. Dude, you hate it? What? I think it is as, so oh, fucking great. That's oh. not even that long ago. I know. It just makes my skin crawl. I think really? it was like my first music I've ever released so it's like I didn't know what I wanted to do I didn't know my sound I was like heartbroken because my boyfriend just broke up with me and maybe that's part of it why and I listen to them and I'm like oh god turn it off wow we love them yeah that makes me feel good every time I say that my manager's like never say you hate anything that you do and I'm like I fucking hate it (laughs) I don't care Strangers is one of my favorite songs that's the first song I heard from you my family loves that one really I do yeah yeah. I mean it's okay (laughs) wow but I just don't like it is it just because it's tired tied to like it's an intense song yeah Yeah. it might just be tied to my breakup and like emotional trauma but it's also like not the sound like I just had no clue what I was doing in 2019 like so, that was the first songs I've literally ever made in my whole life wow. doesn't sound like you know yeah, yeah my god that's good <laughs> because to me it feels like that so you are those the songs that came out of like the story that I've heard you tell and correct me if I'm wrong but that mm-hmm. you moved you moved here from Jersey right I did mm-hmm. and you moved here for acting and yeah and I went to film school Okay, so I like didn't really know what I wanted to do in film but I love being on sets and like I just love creating shit so I was like I'm gonna move to LA and my parents were like okay goodbye so in order to act like I got an agent and I needed to keep my days open and I was like I don't want to work at a restaurant like I'm not a restaurant girl I just hated it I would like everyone was so mean I was like I'm so sensitive I can't handle this so I worked at a recording studio And I walked in and I did the interview and he's like, can you start tonight? And I was like, sure. And the hours were like 6 p.m. to midnight. And the first client I walk in on is Justin Bieber. Oh, my (laughs) God. And I had no clue it was a big studio because I just didn't know anything. I had just moved there. So I like walk in and um, they were like, my job was client service. So I was like, kind of like a waitress, even though I hate the uh, restaurant industry. But it was like going in and like taking their order, the artist order. Sure. I was like, hey, like, what can I get for you? And I was just like so awkward and like nervous because I was like not expecting to see Justin Bieber. Yeah, like yeah. fresh yeah. out of New Jersey to LA. Wow. I was like, this is crazy. So anyway, all the people that worked there were all like runners and they all wanted to be engineers and they were all kind of starting at the bottom and we would all get free studio time there. So we would just like fuck around after work and make songs and that's when we were just like, I was like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. I have all these like weird song ideas. I've never like dreamt of being a singer, but maybe we should just fuck around because they always were like desperate to make music. So I was like, let's just like mess around. So we would just fuck around after work. And I, I'm we made all those songs. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was the first, that became the that first EP. That was the first EP. So had you, you written And they were songs? all recorded at like a really nice studio. My God. <laughs> so had you written songs before this? Were you like out of your bedroom no. just like singing? I mean, and- I wrote poetry a lot. And yeah. my mom was like, it really isn't that surprising that you're doing what you're doing because I was always like writing as like a kid my mom's like you were always like writing stories and like I had journals of shit so it's not that crazy right. to like my parents but I was like to me it's like I didn't see this coming at all you know I'm like this is weird but so here no, we are <laughs> you weren't singing in choirs or anything you hadn't explored your singing voice before or what not was- really I did like you know I was in like 
all Cherry Hill. I'm from this town called Cherry Hill, and we did like all Cherry Hill chorus. So I was like in that as a kid. Yeah, I like tried to play the violin for a little bit. So I was like dabbling in music, but I was never like an insane singer. Like, and I still I think my voice is very chill. Like, I still don't think I have that crazy of a voice. Like, it's really not that insane wow. but it is weird that like yeah that's probably why i don't like my first ep because i just didn't know what i was doing and i was like i don't know what sound i want like i think too i was i was like a little like nervous and like you can even tell and like my voice has it's like evolved as like just sure. confidence so i think it was just like me being like scared to be like this is what i want but now it's like this is the sound i want i know what i'm doing like i know the vibe that i'm going for but it's kind of cool because everyone's kind of been on that journey with me from the beginning of me like figuring it out yeah how was how was that initial collaboration like uh, you're working obviously with uh people that play guitar piano or synth like did they get what you're trying to do or in the beginning well my friend jimmy um who made the first EP with me, he was a runner. And me and him, like, the runners were all, like, fucking doing so much crazy shit. Like, just, like, they would always be, like, sweating, and they'd be, like, running to get backwards for Chris Brown. They would just be, like, <laughs> oh they would just be, like, hating their lives. Yeah. Because they're, like, this is the worst fucking job. So, like, on the free time that we'd have, like, if, you know, they had a free moment, they are just, like, god like i need to do something creative so i feel good about like this job because it sucks so bad so he's like we have like a free studio like let do you want to like make a song or like i have some beats i can send you if you want to like listen like let's just like they're all desperate because everyone's kind of like so young we all just moved here and it's like it was a really weird like family like we were all so close you know sure it's such like an interesting job and we're still all super close and it's cool to see all my friends that we all started at the bottom, like a lot of them now are like mixer, like doing insane shit, you know? But so, it's like we all started just like little kids being like, we have no clue what we're doing. Like, this is awful. Wow. Did yeah. you move here by yourself or did you bring anyone yeah, with you? So this was your myself. real first friend yeah, group. Yeah, and like. that's also like a big part of it is these were the people I like clung to when I first moved here, yeah. you know? Because they were like all I knew. And what did they think as you were discovering and they were discovering, oh my God, this girl can sing. These songs are really yeah. fucking good. Well, Jimmy was always like, I think he always like knew. He's like, this is like, you have something because it's so easy for us to like go in and write a song and record it. And it's not like I had like 500 demos for the first EP. Like th- those were literally like the songs we made, you know? Wow. So... Yeah, I think just as the... And I still write with him a lot. Like, he did Bedhead with me. Yeah. And we just kind of, like, you know, it's just, like, been a weird journey. And I'm like, this is just crazy. That's extraordinary. It's a a weird story. Because everyone's like, have you been doing music for your whole life? just kind of stumbled into it. No, I just kind of, like, fell into it. And, like, I had... I don't feel this way anymore, but in the beginning when it was kind of starting to like work out for me and doors were opening. I felt like a little bit guilty weirdly because I had so many friends that were working so hard for years and it just wasn't really working for them. And then I felt like I just came in, didn't give a fuck, like had no experience. And then it's like, I was kind of moving and they were like, not, you know, so I had a moment of feeling really guilty, but then I was like, I work my fucking ass off. So I also deserve to be here. But you know, I feel a little like, you have moments of being like, hmm, I feel bad for the people that have worked their whole lives, you know? For sure, for did sure. Did you ever go to film school? I did. Did I you enjoy it? 
Um, <laughs> well, I'll give you that story too. So I, well, my parents are both graphic designers, so they were kind of like into art. They dabbled in art. They're both like extremely talented at drawing. Like my dad growing up used to draw me like really intense Pokemon. Like they're both such talented people, but they just never really did anything with it, you know? And I think they knew that and they were kind of like didn't really want me to get into art. They were kind of like, please just be a fucking like doctor, be a yeah. teacher, like do something, like do something. So when I was like 16, I was like, mom, I want to act. I want to move to LA. And my mom was kind of like, please, <laughs> this is not <laughs> what I want to hear right now. And I was like, please, I want to move to LA. And um, so my parents kind of convinced me to go to school for nursing. So I was like, I didn't want to do it, but I like I got what they were going for. So I was like, OK, I'll give it a try because I really like disgusting shit, as you know. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like I could like being could a nurse. I could deal with it. And it seems kind of fun. So I did it for a year and I fucking hated it because I hated being under a doctor that would like tell me what to do. And I was like, I don't like this. So I went to my parents and I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. I want to do something in the industry. And they were like, OK, you tried. We're not gonna tell you what to do anymore do whatever you want so i was like okay i'm gonna go to school for radio tv and film production so that's what i did and then as soon as i graduated i was like i'm off to la (laughs) so yeah but i i had like a path the path i chose was like tv film production but it was it was okay like i think i was like you'd have to do like group projects like make a a film or whatever and I always hated like I would want to like act in the films and I would want to like do the casting like I would never want to be like the editor yeah. or, like the person behind the camera like I was always into the more like hands-on stuff you know yeah. I was like let me entertain <laughs> so what would you what would you say would be the biggest I don't know difference in, in your journey from that first EP to the car show I think just being more confident and I mean the sound has totally changed into more like rock so I, I just grew up listening to a lot more like alt music but I think when I first started I didn't really know how to like communicate that and I've learned so much mm-hmm. the last few years just musically you know because I didn't obviously know much when I started so I think too just like everyone's kind of watched me grow up like they've kind of experienced like everything that I write is so honest and open that everyone knows everything that's going on in my life so it's like okay that EP was really sad and then like TV boyfriends and I'm just bored I'm just bored I was actually bored just like dating around and then TV boyfriends I had like a fling so those are like kind of sad and then my the car show is just fucking crazy. It's just like who I am I feel. I love it. I love it. Looking at your work and what you're trying you know you're you're channeling and bringing to to the world who are some of the influences that uh that helped you that's a good question i mean i've always loved like avril growing up i listened to a lot of avril i listened to a lot of like the beatles and the beach boys randomly growing up yeah you can tell that in your melodies for sure and i think i don't know i think those are like my main influences but i really don't have like one specific person where i'm like that person you know I feel like I'm kind of just like rocking with my own wave, which mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm singing about blowjobs. Melodically. <laughs> <laughs> and no, no, nobody really is. Like as right. Pete exactly. Wentz said, like she says the stuff that everybody thinks about, but no one says. Yeah. And why which do you think. I was like, that's so nice. Why do you think it is that, that, that you feel I open enough to I do it? I just like don't really 
care. Like, I'm like, this is how I feel. You know, I'm like, screw it. And I think that's also why people relate to it is because they're like, wow, I kind of feel this way too, even though I'm not saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pete, I think it's a little nervous with everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I love like it. It's getting but worse and worse, sure but he's uh... like, God, Carly, Pete. <laughs> so how did you, well, okay, so uh, you met Pete, but you also met a good friend of ours, Evan Bogart, and oh, anyone yeah. listening right now, Evan Bogart, Little Pumpkin, Pumpkin from, yeah, from yeah. Lovecraft, our favorite Halloween band. They're almost like the Boo Crew house band. They've been on this show yes. so many times. They're we so love them good. so much. They're so good. They're so good. So he started Seeker Music, and this guy's, I mean, it, again, anyone listening who doesn't know he's like a grammy winning singer songwriter per se i mean he's a melody writer he writes songs he's written your favorite songs he's written hits for beyonce and rihanna he wrote my favorite bridget mendler album ever uh but yeah he's you so end up meeting him so how did you meet how did you meet everybody like so, pete and him pete came around first okay. so he um he had just dm'd me on instagram i think he heard i'm just bored and I think he was Sprinter Van. He said that he, someone sent him and he really liked it. So he was just like, do you have management? It was weird getting a DM from Pete Wentz. Yeah. You're like, this is random. So I connected him to my manager and then I met him and Spencer who was in Panic at the Disco. Yeah. And we all just vibe super hard, you know? And I feel like it's so rare to meet someone in the industry. Like I took a lot of industry meetings before my first album and I was just like, God, it's really hard to like actually like someone in the music industry. (laughs) It really is. So I was like, wow, I love them. And they really liked me. And they were like, okay, let's kind of like piece together a team because we were going to do a joint venture because they wanted to sign me, but they needed like someone else to come in on it. So to pretty much like fund it. Sure. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. No, it's all right. (laughs) But um, so... Someone from Seeker, I guess, had emailed my manager and they had like connected me to Evan and then I met Evan and I just loved Evan. And Evan and I are like, we get along so well. Oh yeah, he says, he was talking about He's He's like, we're inseparable there. She's amazing. I love him and I just appreciate him so much. And for this album, like I, I think with both Pete and Evan, it's just so nice to have two people that I love as people and to just be like... I trust their advice that they give me Mm -hmm. and I'm very stubborn. So trusting someone's advice, you know, is very rare for me. So me and Evan actually like we had a day where we just listened to all my demos and he's like this, this is going to be your single. And like, I rarely listen to people, but I was like, I trust Evan. Yeah. 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 Like a hundred percent. Cause he's written amazing songs. Yeah. And he picked like eight of the songs and then there were two that like Pete really wanted on there. So we put those two on. Pete really loved Voldemort Unusual Medication. Wow. So we were like, okay, we'll put those two on. But Evan pretty much picked all the singles. He was like, this should be the first single. Like, and I totally was like, okay, let's rock with whatever whatever Evan says. Yeah. And then Spiral City wasn't really on a lot of people's favorites, which Are is Are you weird. kidding me? Wow. <laughs> and Evan heard it and was like, this is amazing. And that's the song that's like popping off right now. Which is so funny. Dude. Yeah. I was it's gonna... always the songs you don't really think. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone was saying Industry Kids for me for the last year. They're like, oh, this is it. This is your song. Uh, also a great Industry song. Industry Kids yes. is going to pop off. Yeah. And it's not. I mean, yet, But it's just so funny that it's always like not what you think. Like we were like, let's just release Spiral City kind of set the table for Industry Kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Spiral City just kind of went on its own journey. <laughs> so did you end up re- like re-recording all these these demo ideas or what state were they in when you were it was showing pretty them? pretty much like 
kind of done. Okay. I mean, I, I did a lot with the same producer, but there were like a few songs that I'm still kind of clinging on to that Evan likes, but they were done with other people. But like eventually maybe we'll redo them and put them out, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's a few that were like in early stages where he was like, this has potential if we kind of like do some shit to it. Yeah. So, but they were in pretty good condition when I showed him, yeah. but he, he has a good ear, you know, for that shit. Oh, he's like, yeah. I mean, he's written, you know, and I think we're going to write together for the second album, which oh, I'm really excited. That'd be fun. I, I can't even imagine what that I would sound know. like. I was like, Evan, I'm scared for us because we're going to write some weird shit and no one's going to relate to it. <laughs> oh my God. It's going to be so Going fun. forward, are you inspired to like sit with the guitar now and learn it or up yeah. sit well, the piano or anything? You know, I've tried to learn the guitar so many times and I just have like the worst attention span. I think when I have the time, I'll have to have like an actual teacher come in and like just learn my songs. You know, that's the plan for the future. But like me teaching myself on fucking Fender.com just isn't working out for me right now. (laughs) It's just not it. I'm like, I can't. But I mean, I wrote like a lot of my I can like really shittily play the keys. And I, I did a lot of my like older melodies on the keys. Okay, nice. You know, you can kind of tell. But none of the new shit. We kind of just go in and I'm like, this is what I'm feeling. And the producer I work with, Christian Metis, who did the whole car show album, um, we work together a lot. But it's just funny because he knows everything in my life. But like, there's no tea to be spilled because I'm just like, oh, I just walk into the session and I'm like, this guy last night. And he's like, Carly, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but he's also That's like happy. He he's like, perfect. We'll get good content. We'll get good songs. So like... After tour, I'm going to say, I'm going to spill some tea. Yeah. I had a little fling and I, he's a fucking shit show, this person, like literally the worst possible person. So I've been writing like really good songs because I'm like going through sure, it. Sure, yeah. So Christian was so happy when I got into Material. studio and I was like, oh I got, God. I got notes on notes in my phone app. Like we are good for a few Oh weeks. my God. <laughs> so you know the second album is going to pop up. Oh my God. They just continually set you up with disaster. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. Oh they're my like, God. and I think I'm also like we're trying to figure it out. I'm like, why am I dating the worst people? But I'm like, maybe I'm like self-sabotaging on purpose that I just write good songs. Yeah, I need the muse. Yeah. That said, yeah. did you, I don't know if this is inappropriate or not, but did, oh, no, was, no, there, inappropriate. was there a crush on, on your doctor? Is that like legit oh, exactly yeah. what happened? That, I'm actually really excited to tell this story. Okay. I'm excited Because I wanted it. to like do a story time for the song, but I was like, eventually it will come, but here we go. Right, so, let's do it. over COVID, I passed out i didn't have covid but for some reason it was covid time and i passed out and i had to go to the hospital you know because my blood or my heart rate was really high so it was like a really weird time at the hospital because it was like everyone had covid and it was just like i don't know it was just like really chaotic so the doctor came in and he's like your heart rate's really high like everyone here has covid so we're you need to go see a cardiologist because there's really nothing we could do for you here but um you need to go see a cardiologist like ASAP. So I was like, okay. So he's like, here's a number for who he referred me to. So I called them and I was like, they want me to get seen like ASAP. So he was like, okay. Um, they book out like cardiologists book out like months and months. Sure, in oh, yeah. So they were like, you're going to have to see like a resident. Is that okay? Like a young, a young, <laughs> a young doctor. <laughs> so I was like, that's perfect. I don't mind. So, <laughs> so, they're like, okay, he can see you like tomorrow. And I was like, okay. So I go in 
And I'm just like sitting there. I'm in my gown. It's your chest. So your tits are out. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing like a little thing over myself. And this hot ass guy like my age walks in and I'm like, I don't know what to do about yeah. this situation. Like he is so hot and he's just staring at my boobs. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm sweating. Is he so, just maintaining like he pro? Yeah, like he just pro. like walks in. Yeah. But he's like young, so it's like it feels a little weird. Yeah. So I think I just started laughing because I felt uncomfortable. And he was just like, Okay, um and I was like, This guy is so hot. So I leave and I text my cousin, who's also a resident in, in LA, and I'm like, Hey, how weird is it to ask for your doctor's number? He's like, (laughs) (laughs) he was like, do not do that. That is really weird. Like, please don't do that. You can't do that. And I was like, okay. So I'm driving home. I get a call from this doctor. No way. Okay. And he's like, he's like, I still have the voicemail. Maybe I'll give a tease. He's like, Hey, Carly, like, just want to let you know, like, your insurance isn't going to cover this monitor that I want you to get. So, like, you can just get, like, a Fitbit. We can monitor your heart rate, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, that's really weird that he called because usually the nurse calls. So, in my head, I was like, he's in love with me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we're going to get married. I had my wedding dress picked out. (laughs) So, I literally, like, I was fine. My heart rate was fine. I think it was, like, anxiety or something. And I just like kept wanting to go back. I was like, do you think it's fine if like I just go back in like a few months? Because he'd be like, yeah, just come back in like six weeks. We'll check it. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm still not feeling that well. So maybe I should come back (laughs) in like three months. And then this is psycho. But me and my friends did some research on the Internet. Like, um, who's the guy from from you? The psycho. Yeah, yeah, Joe Joe Goldberg. Joe Goldberg. We always say we're in our Joe Goldberg era. Yeah. Building a glass cage in your apartment. I was in my really Joe Goldberg era, and we were doing some research on the internet, and we found out that he was engaged. Oh, and that stopped you. And I know it did, sadly. But I was like, it's just iconic because it's a true story, and it's also iconic because he's never going to know. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure he'll know. That there's a song about him out there about me wanting to fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that is an amazing story. It's funny. I know. I know. I loved him. I literally like, let's let's play the voicemail. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I want to hear it. I feel like we need to spill a little tea. That is wild though. Like too, like he he started off seeing you naked first thing. Uh huh. (laughs) And he calls, and he calls me and I'm like, Oh my God. I remember like getting the voicemail and I'm like, why didn't the nurse call me? Why did he call me? Is this from his cell phone? (laughs) Wait, can you hear it? I can't hear it yet. Is it on? Oh Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, I have to start it. Yeah. 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 You're going to get his name. You might need to bleep. Okay. We'll bleep his name. We'll bleep his name. Um, so I was told that the, your insurance won't cover the, the Patch monitor. Um, so that's fine. I think, you know, our options are to just keep an eye on your symptoms and we can talk again in clinic in a bit. Um, the other option, if you're open to it, is you could even just buy something like a Fitbit um, and that will keep track of your heart rate and that would actually still give us a lot of information because uh, we could just see what your heart rates are over the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, either way, I don't think it is worth it to pay out of pocket. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions, let us know. Otherwise, I'll, I'll speak with you again in a bit. Take care. Oh, in a bit. Okay. Wow, you're like, okay. He sounds 
sounds so nice. I'm like, okay, Dr. C. He sounds so nice. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my God. I have a crush me. on your doctor. It was, more, it, was way more, it was way more formal than she says. Yeah. yeah. I know. He yeah, literally was like, just like yeah, so exactly. medical and like yeah, professional. Very and I'm like, pro, he yeah. was in love with yeah. me. It's like, you're going to feel the cold yeah. uh, glove on your memory. <laughs> in my mind, he wanted to propose to me the next time I saw him. Yeah. I was like, we're going to walk down the road. Oh my God. I love these stories. Isn't that's that awesome. so funny? That is so good. That is so <laughs> good. I bet that, like every song definitely has a story like and this. Like, that's he, the thing. He did. I know. Tell me what else you want to hear. I got stories for days. Oh my God. It reminds awesome. me. I was watching an episode of Jane the Virgin. I don't know if you've. Ever I have seen never it. seen that, but I have friends that say that I would love. Oh, she's it. obsessed. It's yeah. so good. Did I watch and, it? Yes, you should totally watch it. It's like it's so addicting, and there's so much going on that you're like, what the fuck? I need to watch it. Yeah, but it reminds me of a certain episode. Yeah, I was like, we need to get similar. some like, okay, because I was talking to my friend. I'm like, we need to get like some McSteamy Grey's Anatomy edits on TikTok going of that song or something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so maybe Jane the Virgin. I don't know. We need to appeal to the girls that have fantasies about fucking their doctor. Right. I know I'm, sure I'm not the only one. There's gotta be. There's gotta You're be more. The There's gotta be more. The Boo Crew will be right back. Prepare yourself for the most frightening experience of your life. They came from within. A motion picture that takes you beyond your wildest nightmares. They came from within. What are they? Raging demons that must be exercised. Bloodthirsty creatures that must be killed. Or incarnations of absolute evil. They possess men, women, and children, and drive them to acts of unbelievable horror. No one is safe from them. No power on earth can stop them. The only escape is death. They came from within. If this picture doesn't make you scream and squirm, you'd better see a psychiatrist. Quick. They came from within. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. got to get into horror, too, because everyone's oh, listening yeah. going, oh, did she yeah, talk about like, horror? I'm talking about fucking a doctor. <laughs> hey, that's great. <laughs> this is good. All right. So, yeah, yeah. Evan was the one who told me. He's like, oh, yeah, cars into horror because we just started. They started playing your song because I work at K-Rock. Anyone who's listening, if you don't know, and started playing this song on K-Rock. That was the first time I heard it when they were telling me we're about to play this this song. You're going to fucking love it. Spiral City. And they said it. Yeah, Spiral yeah. City. And they sent it to me. I was like, holy shit. I remember telling you, yeah. oh, my God, this song's fucking This girl's going to be huge. And then uh, I saw Evan's name as one of your representatives. And I was like, oh, my like, fucking God. Love crap. Oh, yeah. So I hit up Evan. Dude, car. He's like, fuck, she's the best, man. We got a delusion every year. Uh, we do all this oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we're going she's to. Fuck- I, I wish you guys you could that. come. You should text him. God, when, when are you guys We're going, going this week. Oh, Thursday wow. and Saturday, we're doing like Delusion and Willows. What? <sighs> yeah. All right, we got to talk about all that nice. shit. Yeah. But first of all, okay, we'll talk about horror just in the sense of okay. what's the first... What's your first horror like experience? Your first horror movie that you Ooh. remember that you were like, fuck, oh my this gosh. is good. I was actually just thinking about this the other day. Um, me and my friends growing up, 
we had like a friend circle. We all lived in the same neighborhoods. We would all have sleepovers. And my one friend had this basement that was like really creepy, but we would always have sleepovers down there. And we would always like black out the windows. We would like put pillows all together and lay on the floor and watch like scary movies. And it was like our thrill. And then we would be like crying all night. Like I want my mom. (laughs) But the one that really fucked us up as kids was oh my god i was thinking darkness falls have you ever seen oh, that movie yeah yes. was that about, it's about tooth fairy right Is yes. That it, yes. Yeah. yes but we would watch that when we were like 10 and we would be fucking terrified for our lives because it's like anytime it gets totally dark like the person comes in your room or whatever like yeah. it has to be like a little light on so we would always have to have like a little light on and it was just like that's like my first experience of like watching horror movies with friends we would watch like the saw movies we would yeah. watch like all the really effed up movies and it was just like i still can picture us like in her basement all like wrapped in blankets blacked out the windows oh my god so it was an yeah. event wow oh yeah you put yourself through but it's it. funny because now like i was just thinking about this the other day like growing up i love to do that as an adult like get cozy on the floor and like i'm like a floor person if i have a couch like i'm sitting on the floor for some reason i don't know why and i'm like is that why because of like my childhood that's what what we would do Probably, all the time right? that nostalgia yeah. and i'm like right? is that tied to it so i love to like lay on the floor and watch a really scary movie wow. isn't that funny no i that's like, great yeah i'm like is that tied? maybe but yeah that's my first also, The Strangers, I remember seeing in high school and oh, sleeping on my parents' that floor for like incredible. a week. That movie's so good. That's probably like the scariest movie that like actually scared me. Yeah. And they got that creepy fucking song in yeah. that movie oh, too. Oh, yeah. Because they put on the record player, right? Record, Sprout, yes. Sprout and the Bean? Yeah, it's called The Sprout and the Bean. Yeah, yeah that it's song like, is Will you fucking come scary. outside? That <laughs> yeah. movie like really freaked me out. Yeah, because that uh, could totally happen. That could totally yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. A new trilogy's coming out soon. Yeah. Rennie Har- Harlan, uh, I wonder how that's complete. Be. Real, the yeah. whole trilogy is complete. It's complete. Supposedly tell you the fucked up parts of the movie, like like you know, oh. but then it's going to tell you what happens after the fact. Oh, the ending was like, like I he, think too. That's why I really like the movie is because the ending, like they fucking killed him. Yeah, like, and two, you're like two and three are going to get like really dark. Did you see the strangers wow. pray at night? No, but I heard that's good is it it's actually it's really actually good. good is it yeah. yes who told yeah. me it wasn't you, good you would love it oh my god i need to watch it there's some yeah. like iconic scenes in it too i just never no it's, re- in it, it's really really good wow what was it about the, i mean uh, i loved the first movie what was it about the the saw franchise that you love so much oh my god i'm obsessed with saw Pete just posted on the dcd2 <laughs> page and was like our our in-house saw expert because we went to get a drink or like coffee for breakfast and i was just like talking about saw and how i really want to get the little billy like cup thing that they're selling at the movie oh yeah yeah, yeah. and i went like, and they for, did is have popcorn it. in it yes yeah. they had popcorn and they had like all this yeah. saw merch and i was like i went to the movie theater so excited i walk up i'm like do you have the saw and they were like no what? and i was like what the fuck I want. I came here just for that. Have you done the Saw escape room in Vegas? No. I think I would like cry of happiness. I love Saw. So are you fascinated by the <laughs> by the gore in the front? I think so. I think just because it's so fucked up. Also, everyone in Saw is hot. Like, <laughs> like Mark Hoffman could yeah. literally get it. I think he's hot. And like I was watching Saw X, the most recent one, and for some reason. <laughs> who is the jigsaw jigsaw was making me feel things i was like i don't know why i'm attracted to this man like tobin That's bell like, yeah, yeah. i'm like guy. he's like he's, fucking he's 90 but i was like he's kind of hot and i was feeling bad for him for some reason and i was like okay 
I don't know why voice. I'm attracted to everyone in song. <laughs> yeah, it's his voice, Wanna maybe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it gets yeah. me going. I was yeah. like, okay, <laughs> okay, Tobin Bell. Yeah. What about Hostel? Yeah, oh, yeah. I do like Hostel. Hostel actually like freaked me out a little though, yeah. more so than Saw for some reason. Cause Which, like, ho- I was like, it's scary. Like going to another country, yeah. like, cause that could totally be like me and my friends getting drunk at a club and then just getting kidnapped. <laughs> sure. yeah. Well, Hostel was like really me. vicious too. Whereas yeah. Saw, there's like a morality yeah, thing. There's like, like a reason they did something for bad. everything. They deserve it. And a cool <laughs> puzzle too, yeah. right? You're like, oh my God, yeah. they got to do this it's to get like this. It's psychological, I feel, right? Did you, did you see... So what theater did you see? Like a Regal I or AMC? I saw it at the Grove, but I realized that they only sell them at Cinemark. The popcorn. Oh, that's a thing. I did research. Yeah, they only sell them at tense. certain theaters. There's. I know they are playing Saw X in 4DX at the Regal oh. Theater. Have you, you ever have done you ever a, been a 4DX, 4DX movie? No. Dude, did I do it? Because oh, yeah, it is okay. Incredible. I literally will go tomorrow. So like, I love Saw. literally like. I want to see Tobin <clears throat> Bell in 4D. The chairs. <laughs> Are on hydraulics, so like when oh the movie starts, all the chairs in the like they go up in the air. Dude, did you guys see Saw X? We haven't seen Saw X. Oh we God. saw what did we see in Forty X? Scream. Uh, Scream. We saw Scream oh, yeah, Six in Forty X. Yeah. How was it? And then Indiana Jones. I mean, the Forty X. I could watch Just anything in Forty X. It was because cool. yeah, yeah. like there's water effects. Like whenever there's blood on the screen, you get oh, hosed with water Lord. from your chair. That's crazy. And, and there's smells and, and smoke. And they Saw would be crazy. Oh yeah. And if someone like gets stabbed, something like, will. Hit you, you feel in the it. Back. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is, and it shakes That's around so like trippy. you feel bullet shots, like lights blast in your face when there's a gunshot. It's like it's like a fucking ride. It's like you're there. That's really yeah. sick, though. Yeah, but you, I mean, God, I'm not saw X smoke weed before that, right? Exactly. <laughs> I'd be fucking up. up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got it, dude. You got to see that. Okay, so wow. saw saw and. Uh, the Strangers in Darkness Falls. That's that's yeah. Uh, isn't that's dark, good. That's Darkness good. Falls was like my first trauma. Was Katie Holmes in that? trying to think i don't even remember i feel like I as an adult so. i don't even think i could watch it because it just caused me so much trauma wow i don't know if that was like our go-to horror movie what was the last it really scared so us the last horror movie you saw was saw x then right uh-huh. okay okay well i saw trick or treat the other night oh yes that's right i literally i was talking about this with my friend the other day how fucked up it is where i'm like mm, just gonna eat dinner and turn on a comfort movie and it's the most fucked up movie you can ever yeah, imagine yeah. i'm like casually eating like watching someone like just cut their leg off i'm like wow i love this this is so comforting <laughs> what's your favorite story from uh, trick or treat oh gosh well let's let's revisit right there's, there's the werewolf one yeah the, werewolf, the werewolves the but- like I mean, the little kid, what's his name, is crazy. And when he took That's the hat off, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, Sam. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was not expecting that. I thought he was going to be like a cute kid or yeah. something. I was like, <laughs> was what like the hell is monster. that? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I kind of wanted it to be like a cute kid. Yeah. <laughs> like a psycho. But I, I was like, whoa, not expecting that. The school bus one is pretty vicious. The school bus one was really cool, though. Yeah. And like the end, wasn't it like tied where like he was exactly, like, yeah, I was yes. like, whoa, yep. crazy. So fun. Yeah, that's what But I'm trying to best. think of what else I've watched recently. Is I there watch? stuff you tend to watch around Halloween? Like, do you yeah, make I a tradition like of watch, certain like, movies? I like Halloween. Yeah. Like, I love the Halloween movies. Do you guys? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, Saw. I'm like psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm do you to- dress up for Halloween? I do. What was it last year? You know, what was I last year? I feel like I forget every year. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Do you make it like a deal? What do you do on Halloween I really don't go like like that crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm not like a... 
I can't wait to dress up. I feel like I should be more of that vibe because it would be fun. I'm mainly into like the attractions. I mean, Evan's gotten me into so many good ones. God, is that? Do they have that stuff in Jersey? Like where you're from? They have like hay rides and shit, but not like the the ones where what's it called? Interactive. Yeah, immersive. Yeah. Interactive. Yeah. Those are crazy. Yes. Like I get them both mixed up, but I went to. I think I went to Delusion last year. Okay. And it was like the one where you're like, you're like in a movie. Where yeah. Like in a hayride. And they're like, run, run. They're coming for yeah, you. Yeah. Like put you in a truck like and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was crazy. So that will be fun this year. And then the Willows one I haven't done, but I'm doing this week. Evan was That's talking like to me about this. It's a dinner something. thing. You go yeah. to this dinner with this psychotic family or yes. something. And I'm like, this is going to be crazy. Wow. So the very first one like that was Delusion for you. Yeah, and it was the, last like, immersive one. Yeah, wow. but I also have you ever been to Zombie Joe's? I've never been. Oh, I was in that one year. Like, really, I was an actress? Yeah, I was fucking myself with a knife. Oh actually. my god! Because yeah. <laughs> I've heard, yeah. I've heard that it's like it, it's actually it's, pretty close to really here. Crazy. It's really graphic, yeah. right? And like sexual and just like crazy. Yeah. So like you're fucking yourself with a knife like so what like you- i was like in the maze there's like a maze part and there's like a show okay so in the maze you can't you have like a little flashlight and you like walk through the maze and you like see like people like one by one and then you just hear me like moaning and then you shine your flashlight on and i'm wearing this like ma- man white shirt and then i just pull the knife out and it's just like covered in blood like i'm fucking myself with a knife not literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? So, Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. <laughs> I've heard about, like, I've heard about this. <laughs> so they still do this? Like, they still do it? Yeah. I did the fucking with the knife just because I thought it was cool. And then I did the, um, in the maze, I was, like, just tied up. I was wearing a bra and underwear, but I was just, like, tied up. But it was just, like, tits yeah. and chains. And you have this, like, little flashlight. And I remember I was, like, putting tape on it. And you get this, like, little tiny peephole. So the flashlight's, like, really dim. And the, it's actually really, you guys should go to it. It's cool. And like, you just see really fucked up shit in the, in the maze. Oh like my God. Weird fucked up shit. Like and no one you, touches you or anything. No like one just touches scenes. you. It's just seeing like little vignettes of like what fucked up shit. But there's some like weird creatures. Like just every year they come up with like, we do like immersive theater for like a few weeks where we just like try out different things that works. And then we just like get our parts. He like yeah. assigns us it. And then after you walk through the maze, they put on this like little show that's like fucked up and there's like nudity and like sex. It's like very open, openly fucked up. And then when you walk through, it's like a different other vignette on the way out. So on the way there, I was like fucking myself with a knife. And on the way out, it's me tied with chains, like screaming. <laughs> so you have to run to the other, to the other it scene. It was honestly and be like- traumatic because it was, <clears throat> yes, it was so cold in the maze because they keep it really cold. And this, I'm like, freezing in my bra and underwear just wrapped in chains and this other actor is like the six foot monster is just like tying me in chains every night i'm like <laughs> oh, like the craziest thing ever so crazy and How he did- would just be like wrapping me up and i literally like couldn't move and i'm like this man who i've like don't even speak to he doesn't even talk he's like this seven foot actor he's just like tying me in chains every night. how many times did you have to do that changeover like in a night um, I think they did like five shows a night. Okay. So like five. And how did and you I remember just being like shivering in the fucking chains because they were so cold and every time they would like touch yeah. me, I'd be like, I'm so cold. Oh my God. So how did you get involved in that? It was just like an audition. I or auditioned for it. Yeah. Wow. Well, I went to it one year and I, and I loved it. You did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I had this girl that I knew that was in it and I was like, I really want to audition for it. And she was like, okay, you can audition. And 
he was just like, do you, I think like he just called me and was like, do you want to be an ass? Yeah. Like, yes. And I remember being so excited. It was a really cool experience, but, um, it was freezing cold. Yeah. And oh my God. Wow. But it was you, sick. Was this ever tied into a Rob Zombie movie like House of a Thousand Corpses or Hell's Rejects? I don't know. They I do feel, a, feel like somebody they told do us a lot story. of like really? different shows throughout the year, I think, huh. but their Halloween is like really fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. It was, it was like we had a really guest on up. who was telling us a story about the secret. Was it Ash? Oh yeah, yeah, it was Ash, but it wasn't. It wasn't Zombie Joe's. It was some weird haunt oh. in the middle of nowhere. So like, do, do you do like Universal Horror Nights or anything? Like yeah, that, or not? But Universal's stuff? like, you know, it's fun, but it's like so crowded. Yeah, it's that's the so thing. Big, like that yeah. and the haunted hayrides gotten super yeah. crowded. Yeah, I went lately. last year and it was actually like comedic because it was just really bad. <sighs> yeah, that's a bummer. Have you done Seventeenth Door? No, is that good? Everybody's talking about it. It sounds they a little can intense. Cut your hair. They cut they your can hair. Taser you. Yeah. Oh my god! Like that you have to say mercy. Like there's different. There's 17 rooms, and like every room, you can either worse. do it or not. And oh. in some of them, they yeah, they cut your hair. They oh my god. yeah, they tase, taser you. A Where's lot. that? I think it's in La Brea or somewhere Damn. like that. I think we're gonna go. Apparently, we're yeah. supposed to go. We're I'm excited to hear about. I don't know, man. Like it sounds a little McKamey Manor for me. Do you guys go to? Yeah, McKamey Manor's crazy. Would you, you do it? Documentary. I'm watching. Is it on Hulu? Right? There's a yeah. new one coming oh, out. Oh yeah, there's a new one. A brand new. But yeah. I know the one you're talking about, like yeah. Haunters, the Art of the yeah. Scare. Yeah, I watched like fucked a piece of it. It up. is fucked. Yeah, he's crazy. He is. These men are like really sick, dude. Right? Yeah, it's out I'm of like, control. It is kind of crazy. I don't think I would do it. I mean, the whole like waterboarding shit. I was like, whoa. Yeah, no. that's a big part of it now too because he's like out in Tennessee I think now because he, he was in San Diego it's actually they probably have a lot of people interested in doing it now I would imagine because it kind of like blew up yeah and now with this new thing it's on Hulu like I think yeah, like when next does it week come out? Oh, I, shit, literally I'm like excited. a week I can't wait to watch it yeah it's it looks fucked and up it looks too. real fucked like they portray him as like a real monster I've like actually looked up like some of the people who worked at the first one in San Diego they, to like, see a like a lot about you say uh, dude they're like a lot of them are like ex-convicts and stuff that he hired like they're really crazy. crazy messed up people when you start Damn. looking through their instagrams and stuff like it is wild but yeah i didn't yeah i to me that's not a horror experience you know what i mean that's no. you, you go to these that's things like because torture. yeah you go to these things because it gives you like a safe distance you know nothing's gonna really happen to you so you get to kind of ride that line but when people are actually doing things like that to you it's like whoa yeah you know didn't they like bit. shave someone's head or it was crazy yeah yeah they yeah. do that kind of stuff yeah it's like oh. and that's why like delusion <clears throat> like delusion gives yeah. you that feeling it's but fun. you yeah. know that like nothing's gonna happen to you yeah you know <clears throat> yeah have you ever had a paranormal experience Ooh. No. Would you want one? Kind of. Yeah. Do you believe in the paranormal? I do. Do you guys? Have you? I believe in it enough not to want a paranormal. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, do you guys ever feel like scared bringing in anything? Mm. Like with the collectibles. Oh, there was once, there was once when we had a Ouija board Mm. that was built into a table, like a little side, like a coffee table. Yeah. And we were moving it from our apartment to a, another apartment or, or something and my friend was carrying it and it just exploded like the whole thing just exploded in his hand that is crazy and we were like we're not supposed to have this around like yeah, was like because yeah i was like what are we doing we're bringing a ouija like because ouija boards freak me out that, just as yeah, is that but is that crazy. one just randomly explode like glass everywhere like it was it was Holy scary shit. Yeah. that's wild so i don't know if i could yeah do you believe in aliens? Oh, she's big she's big into. Oh, the are aliens. you big into aliens? Oh my god, I do. I want an alien boyfriend. 
<laughs> well, they're here. If there are yeah, any aliens here. listening, please um, DM me on Instagram and I'll give you my address. Yeah. Nobody, listens. Nobody listens to the podcast, <laughs> but our signal reaches zero articulate. So play this to the aliens. Keep your bedroom door open tonight. I feel like if they're tall, they're welcome. <laughs> as long as they're not like little miniature. They're going to be tall and gray. I feel like they're going to be tall and hot and I'll be like, come on in. There's this video that's going around that they say is, Leo, have you seen Oh this? yeah, the alien meeting somebody that they haven't oh my debunked gosh, yet. I need to see this. Okay. Hmm. It's a little freaky. It's like what she's doing is like, like a, it. it looks like a lizard <laughs> they gray look like looking the type thing. of guys I date. Right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been following all the like UFO stuff that's been going on? I did Congress a little bit, but not like that is pretty fucking crazy though. I feel like yeah. I could just watch that on loop. Yeah, like, dude, wow. like Lauren's obsessed with Are it you? right now. Yeah. yeah. There's so much going on like in the, in the government right now yeah, and these Congress crazy. hearings and stuff. There's like the a little, lot. I just see all the memes of like the little mummy. Oh yeah. They brought out in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is crazy, though. Do you believe that aliens are I here do. and everything? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's too much, uh, too many people talking about it in high level positions that to assume they're just all crazy bullshit liars doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. But I our agree. government has said they're good. Yeah, the government has yeah. said yeah. there is unidentified objects yeah. that they have possession of and biologics. They are just don't know. And what then it people is. who worked on the programs that were in charge of researching these sightings say yes we have recovered spaceships we have dead aliens so we crazy. have alive aliens and saying that in front of congress and they're having serious meetings and discussions about that i just don't think it's all made up lies i and think it's too risky yeah, I all kinds of aliens there's reptilian aliens that's what they say oh, yeah wow. rays there's the nordics that look like us but they're just they're tall and blonde oh okay i was gonna say i feel like i'll take a nordic <laughs> She'll go for a nordic <laughs> specify a nordic alien please come to my front door <laughs> did you see that movie that's on hulu about oh, it's aliens? so good it's, it's no. a horror movie it's a new horror movie oh my gosh what's it called uh what, how no one can it? save us. No one can. No one oh, will save you. Oh, no one oh. will save you. I haven't save you. seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Was it good? Oh, yeah. It okay, is I'm gonna so watch good. That. Like it is honestly probably what I think would be the closest, closest ex- like experience to actually like if aliens actually invaded. That's what it would be like. This movie. Wow. Yeah, it's fucked up. I'm actually excited now. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta I check have a it new out. Movie to check out. You know what also freaks me out is the deep sea. Yeah, that's yeah. like one of my like. E- don't fuck with the ocean and like yeah. the deep ocean. I'm like. Yeah, they have like weird. There's like animals. weird snake, like yeah. long, ugh, just Creepy weird shit that fish. washes up on. Mm-mm. Yeah, I get no, creeped out by you. just catfish and shit. Like yeah. I can't deal with the weird shit. Yeah. Let me wait. It's <laughs> weird. It's fucking creepy. Oh, I was gonna ask you about. So, as a Saw fan. Mm-hmm. Darren Lynn Bowsman, one of the directors who's done a lot of the Saw movies, mm-hmm. for a while here, he was doing this ARG experience, like augmented reality game, oh. where he he did like, uh, it was called the Tension Experience, Lust, and then over the pandemic, he did something called One Day Die. And what it is, it's like delusion, only this becomes part of your life. The actors come over oh. to your house. They knock on the door at weird hours. You get phone messages, texts. You're asked to go That's to a field crazy. in the middle of nowhere and they're doing like a performance for you. Yeah, this is like a book following one of them, like the experience wow. of one of them. But he's always coming up with a new one 
like every year. And I think he's got like, cause he's got two other he's ones really that are like guy. coming up yeah. that, you know, that are on his site that he hasn't done yet. So I'm wondering if he's going to get to those now that the pandemic and everything's over. But the one day die when he did over the pandemic, he would literally mail you a box that had a different set of items for each person who order it. And it interacted somehow with zoom and you did an That's online so immersive experience and the, items in the box actually did something that's crazy. it's so cool but yeah as a saw wow. fan yeah I, mean, I need to check that out yeah, yeah exactly yeah start looking up the books and everything Damn. so how do you think that your cinematic like influence crawls into your music or does it at all that's a good question i feel like i've heard people say that it does mm-hmm. i don't really i mean i think my writing itself is just very like straightforward and cinematic in a way like people listen to it they're like it feels like i'm reading like a diary entry or like living this experience whatever you're going through but i feel like in my videos too like i don't know i feel like there's a little bit of the that crossover sure do you feel it you know videos aside i feel it in the production too yeah because it feels like on this new album there's tracks like the first track like there's a warping to it and, and yeah. almost like an, a distressed age to it. Yeah. Like it feels tangible. Like you can, yeah. you know what I mean? Like step on your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, the the sound actually, like the sonics around it and the way like the, it kind of phases in and out. It's a little warbly thing. It, like it just sounds distressed. It, it feels yeah. lived in. Like the, the yeah. sonics make the songs feel lived in already. And then when you stick that lyric over top of it where you're super open and it just adds to that intimacy that, oh my God, I'm, I'm listening to something maybe I shouldn't be listening yeah. to, but I can't stop listening to it because it's juicy and you know yeah, what I mean? you're like what is going on yeah but it's world building and i yeah, think that's how i agree and i also am it. not attracted to like clean like super clean productions if you can't tell sure sure and like i think my voice too makes it like a little more like intense or like sensual because that's just my singing voice I've heard people say that, so we're just gonna go with the fact that it is a crossover. Is that some, is that something that in the production process that you have a say in, or does your mm-hmm. producer just lean in that direction? Yeah, I'm like very picky with like what I like in the in the studio. And Christian, we work so well together because he's just the most laid back person in the planet, and he's just like okay you don't like this like let's try something new okay let's try it. like we'll just start from scratch right right Because i'm just very like particular if i like something and i'm like this just isn't feeling right or like we'll have times where like i'll try and write something that maybe it's not what i'm like going through like all my songs are real to my life and i'll try and like sip out of that box and be like oh i'm gonna write about like something my friend's dealing with and it just i never like it because i'm like this just doesn't feel like me so we're always just like scrap it so it's like my songs are pretty much based on what's going on in my life. So hopefully men keep fucking me up or else <laughs> you guys are going to get no albums. Well, it's interesting because like a lot of the lyrics on the album, it, the songs are almost like used as weapons. Like it's always like you, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like you did this, you do yeah. this. Is that something that you tend like, do you use your music as a weapon, as a way to deal with some of this stuff? Yeah, I do. I think I like... You know, for a lot of the songs, like like Usual Medication, for example, is like me going on a date with someone and he was just like such a nice guy and he was just like, he had just lost his mom and he was just so nice. And I was like, I feel so fucked up that like I'm using you, you know? And I just think like there's so many instances of me being like, like I like dogs 
is is me being in a situation where I really like someone that I slept with and then he was just like fully ignoring me and I was just fucking losing my mind and that song still like makes me feel sick when I hear it because I just remember how shitty I felt when I wrote it like I was just so sad in the studio and I was like oh my god and Spiral City I walked in the studio and I literally said this man is sending me to Spiral City and they were like that would make a sick song let's write it and it's just like literally just me like word vomiting is that song and I was like, I just want to sit on the couch with him and eat Skittles, but he's fucking everyone. And that's just like the first line of the song. Are you serious? That's yeah. how that came out? Yeah. Wow. That's how like most of my songs come out is just me talking. And then they're like, okay, that's sick. Let's like turn it into that. And did they come up with that little spirally guitar part in the in the yeah, chorus too? Like, it sounds so cool. Because they were like, it would be sick if it was like if the music spiraling and then yeah. the music spirals with it. Wow. So it was just me losing my mind. Because that day I went in, I was like, he's driving me crazy. I'm going to Spiral City. And I always say, me and my friends are always like, he's sending me to Spiral City. Oh, I'm going to Spiral City today. Oh, I'm going to Spiral mm. City. So it's like our thing that we always say to each other. Yeah, yeah. And he was sending me to Spiral City. <laughs> <laughs> and then as far as other horror, uh, your visual side, right? Mm-hmm. Your videos, right? Yeah. So 2021's Loser. Mm-hmm. You're oh, yeah, covered yeah, yeah. in blood, yeah. running around the city, dragging yeah, garbage bags was so around. <laughs> did, was there any shit like they would see? Like, it was yeah. in public. I was like eating pizza. I have pictures of me just like eating pizza, and people were like coming out of the <laughs> bodega, like, what are you doing? And I was just like covered in blood. They were like, and like carrying the body bag out of the <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. apartment. They were like, okay. Um, and then. That video was really fucked up. Also, scary movie. Yeah, that yeah. MVP. Also, the Saul-inspired spit video. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't that the got same. Like a little backlash. Not a little really? backlash from anyone, but we didn't realize that the saw was in my wrist, the key. So I was oh, like cutting my wrist. Right, right, right. So we put like a that little warning thing at the yeah, end. Yeah, we did disclaimer. put a little disclaimer because I really, truly had did not realize I was just so excited to be in a fake saw movie sure. <laughs> that I was thriving. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't realize. And, you know, maybe we should have put the key in my boob. <laughs> <laughs> Aging Where did you where did you end up filming it? We filmed it. He found like the director, Alex, found this like really cool warehouse where it was kind of just like the set was kind of already. Yeah, it looks like a saw set for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. And he's like, This is literally straight out of a saw movie. Yeah. So that was really fun. And then the sick bro video is just really funny because it's just me jumping on the trampoline in right. bikini. Because <laughs> we were like, ah, this is going to sound perverted, but one of the guys from the label was like, it would be so funny if you were just jumping on a trampoline. It'd be funny. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it <laughs> yeah, would right? be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was that a year? Was it in Venice Beach or Santa Monica? It was in Venice, Venice Beach. Beach, I think. Yeah, it was in Venice. Mm-hmm. And we were just jumping and like all these men were just like, what? What is going on? It was just like, I did. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> my we were God. Like, this is fun. And then, yeah, we haven't really done a video in like a minute. Cause I feel like I was on tour. So we did like a little. Yeah. The live video, video of industry kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's Which was still fun. Cause it was just us like dr- drinking and twerking on each other. Oh, for <laughs> like, sure. In the for sure. <laughs> industry kids. It's interesting. Cause I can relate to that song. Just it, it's weird yeah. in the horror community. There's a little bit of that stuff that's going on in the industry kids song oh, that yeah, I never yeah. I never experienced. I, I moved it's here relatable for yeah, a lot of for different sure. fields. But was that something that was uh, I don't know a culture shock 
moving to a city where the industry was so prevalent and the characters yeah. within it are mm-hmm. extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I would take a lot of meetings before before I met Evan with yeah. Pete. Me and yeah. Pete would like meet with some people and we would just sit down and I would just be like, this is just not it. Like I would be talking about something crazy and they would just be like... You're you're like psycho. I'm like, do you not listen to my fucking music? Like, what do you expect me to be like? And just a lot of of men that I've met that are just like, you know, I took one meeting and this guy who was like very high in the industry was like, you know, you just like haven't had your hit yet. And I was like, okay, I think all my songs are hits. Like, sorry. So I think for me, it's just kind of been the people that get it and the people that are believers are just like a hundred percent in and mm-hmm. that's all you need. You know, I'm like, I have fucking Evan. I have Pete. Like they're amazing. They're talented supporting me. Like I feel great, you know, even though my music isn't like totally popped off, but it's like, I think you just need people in your corner that just support you and believe in you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just like good people. Yeah. Find and I think your, a lot of the tribe. people, yeah, you got to find your tribe. And I think a lot of the people I was meeting were just not good people mm-hmm. or not good for me. Yeah. You know, they just didn't get it. Yeah. Makes sense. Which makes sense. Yeah. So that was kind of like that journey that I went on. Yeah. Just like taking meetings. I went to like a backyard show with my friend and it was all just like. A and R's that were like kids whose dads were like the CEO. Yeah. They're just everyone's just really fake and like phony and like the one kid was like snorting coke off of his key in like public. Like just like in front of everyone. Wow. I'm like, that's so corny. Like go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. That's like what? so out of yeah. a movie, right? So stereotypical. It's like, this is so it literally was a movie scene. Yeah. I'm like, this is so lame. So I just like went into the studio. I was like, I got some shit to say today. Let's spill some tea. (laughs) And then I like dogs. So we do touch on a little bit, Mm -hmm. but that song really showcases your talent at melody writing. Thank you. Is that a skill that you've honed over time? Does it come easy for you? Are you constantly looking for cool ways of singing and phrasing? I think like a little bit of both. Like it comes pretty easy, but also like there'll be days where we're like struggling a little. Mm -hmm. Like I think it all depends on like, if I'm co- going into a session and I'm like feeling something a hundred percent, then usually it's like we can make something really easily because it's like, I have so much to say and there's so much emotion behind it. And like that day specifically, I think I was just feeling so shitty about this person that we walked in and it was just like so easy for us to write the songs. It was just me talking to a friend, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but it is the melodies in that song were, were, are really great. They're really cool. And it's a little a little different. I tend to think my melodies all kind of sound similar. Really? But I think that one sounds different. <laughs> wow. No, I think they all sound super yeah. different, which yeah, is do. part okay, of what makes good. the journey compelling as yeah. a listener. Because everyone's kind of like, not everyone, but people have been like, you could tell it's like a car song with the melodies. But I guess that's, you know, I don't hate it. Right. <laughs> but you're finding your own flavor. Yeah, yeah you got your I'm own like, unique flavor. I think the writing helps a little. Like you take pics of your dick in your jeans. <laughs> I never understood the oh, dick pic thing, by my, the way. It's funny because that line was was bulge for like the whole demo stage. It was like you take pics of your bulge in your jeans and I was disgusted. I was like, I hate that word and everyone's like, We like it. I was like, I'm changing it to dick. And they're like, Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, Pete's like, oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Carly. It's getting like more and more ratchet and he's like sweating. Right, exactly. <laughs> so like, so you're going on the, the so much for tour that's the sequel, right? Oh yeah. That's gonna be so, the first tour was so fun. I had the I can't best even time. Imagine. And I was like PG thirteen. I couldn't even be that crazy. And I still had the best time. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even be that crazy. Meaning what? Like they tell they you, like, we gotta watch out for car. Literally you, they think they had to talk with my management. Wow. What why would like, you what would you do that I mean on the first tour I went on I was like a psycho. Like I was wearing shirts that said like blowjob queen and I was just like I was like hey, Alex suck dick <laughs> and everyone was like yeah and there's like some people that are like this bitch is crazy um so they were like none of that this tour because there's gonna be kids there yeah there's parents there's and everything parents, yeah. yeah but I think on the highly suspect tour I can be psycho right right that's the, <laughs> the mid- plan it's yeah. called the midnight demon club yeah. tour so yeah but it's like you don't even have like the follow up we set was, was short so I, I really didn't even have that much talking time because yeah. it's like you will you know a 20 minute set so it's like we just kind of play our songs do like a little intro but i was still able to like add elements of myself like before loser we'd be like who here's data fucking loser and then we dedicate it to whoever shouted like ben we'd be like fuck you ben <laughs> so there were still oh, like elements i know i was like pushing my limits every week i'm like Let's see what I can get away with. <laughs> so do you ever do like, have you ever done like a Halloween show? Like a show on Halloween? No, but I would love that. God, that fun. would be so fun. It would be so off the rails, <laughs> probably. Like, yeah. it would be cool if it was some sort of like immersive, like haunted house. Like the that audience would be was awesome. like, you know, one day. Like do it in delusion. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the but it would definitely be kind of like zombie joe's vibes where it's like fucked up and like sexual but still (laughs) i was like can we give away vibrators this merch my team's like um i don't think yeah is that an idea is that an idea i thought it would be sick and they were like "Mm, uh, i don't think it's been done before they were like it's expensive like i don't think it's the i don't think yet so we stuck with panties and, and boxers. <laughs> Dude, you totally make like Liz Fair blush, Marilyn Manson yeah. blush. Yeah, exactly, right? I'm like, like, let's like, what just the fuck? fucking like go balls to the walls. No one else is doing it. Yeah, exactly. No one's doing it. No one's done it. So like, why not? On. Why not? All right. Well, then uh, beside these tours, so any video plans in the near future that you got going on that you know, are you know, do you know what you're going to do next? Like the next no. video or single? <laughs> no. Kind of <laughs> yeah. I mean, my demos right now are, are good. I'm making really good songs because i have fucking content to write about so you think that it won't even be that long before another album's you know i literally will probably i'm like always writing so i have like a good amount of songs i don't know i think they want to pause for a minute and kind of let these songs live so that's a good question that i don't have the answer i mean you've been on a fast journey i mean between 2019 and now songs out and i like could keep them coming but they're kind of like we're going to pause and really like push these songs because sure. they're good. So, so that's the plan for them, I think. Yeah. And also just focusing on like TikTok and shit, which isn't my favorite, but. Right, right. Is ra- I try and make it like funny, but it's hard. As far as radio goes, is that a factor? I think the radio for Spiral City has really helped me yeah. a lot, you know? And it's been like people like I get DMs from people that are like, oh my God, I heard Spiral City on the radio. It's so sick. It's like the best song I've heard in a minute. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, because I don't listen to the radio, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I think it I think it's been like really beneficial. And also like it's like the UK radio is like a thing. I feel yeah. like that whole, you know, which is sick. So I'm like, let's uh, keep it going. 
But I don't really know. So, I know I Like Dogs is doing well, though. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's kind of like sad and slower. Mm-hmm. But people seem to really be resonating with it. Do you have to be concerned about like, how do, how do you deal with making like radio edits or clean oh edits? God. Do you have to I go have in and re-sing videos everything? On my phone. <laughs> I have the funniest videos on, on my phone of us like trying to do radio edits because I'm like, there's fucks in every line. Like, I can't. <sighs> what do we say? I, it, it's really challenging. Like we, I think we gave up on I like dogs because there's surprisingly like a good amount of curse words and like Spiral City, we kind of made it work, but it's hard. What was it? What, like what did you change see, it like, again? The and, kids bop version. Yeah, the kids yeah, bop oh version. Just God. let them handle it. That would honestly be iconic. <laughs> yeah, they would be like, uh, um, the first line where it's like, you're too busy fucking other bitches, but it's fine. It's you're too busy eating other candy. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> eating other candy. And then, and then, it kind of says the same you thing. You can say the, horny on the radio. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they keep horny. That. Yeah, but it's funny. It's all of us just being like, "Can you say horny on the radio? Can you say dick on the radio?" Can and my manager's like, "Hey, Steven, do you know if you can say horny and dick on the radio?" <laughs> Day in the life of car. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh god. All right, guys. Well, uh, we've kept her for long enough. Anybody else got anything to for? Her. I know it's I so fun, man. Hours. It's seriously like the best. You good? All right, we're yeah. good. We're going to let it go. All right. So the album is The Car Show. It's everywhere now. Grab it. It's genius. And go dig up all our other stuff, too. You're going to find your new favorite song on there somewhere. I guarantee yeah. it. Thank you right. so much. Well, thank you for I all you so do. Much fun. This is a blast. I love it. <laughs> fun. And that was the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 404. Special thanks to Car. The time of release, her brand new album, The Car Show, is available everywhere now. Music for this episode from Car. Production tracks provided by the good folks at Power Man 5. Thousand. Till next time, this is Trevor, and on behalf of myself, Lauren, and Leo, it is your Boo Crew saying, Sweet screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shams and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shams. Chopped and sliced by Trevor Shan. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Bye. A Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network, home of the Boo Crew. Horror-centric interviews, SCP archives, weekly full cast storytelling, horror queers, genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective, and creepy or disturbing and terrifying creepy pastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com/podcast. Podcasts.